0: I wish I knew how to do like a big like introduction. Oh, intro. no, you got to Because we don't have that. any music playing. Or try anything. one. It's just me. Yeah,
1: you got to work on a. Let's do know, one. Just some walk-up music. You got to work on your game a little bit and get.
0: It would be almost cool if like it started and we walked in and then we all sat down and we're like.
1: Let's try it. She should use the old Rush Limbaugh one. Yeah, with uh, one half of my brain tied behind my back. Yeah, just to make thing. it fair. What is that? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe not. Okay
0: all right well i'm just gonna give it my best go
1: yeah okay don't worry you'll be why fine. is this your first time or something
0: no but there's two of you so it's just a little bit like, more like
1: ganged up a little bit <laughs> yeah Brian's neutral so don't be nervous
0: okay yeah it's gonna be fun okay Here today with Brian cannon and Matt Cheever mm-hmm. um, together they have over 30 years here at newsbaum so Brian is an account manager and Matt is a driver manager that's correct um, and the reason that I asked them to come on board is because um, well they always sit together during their little, like 15-minute break and I think that they're like pardon my they're the cutest couple, cutest friend couple. <laughs> They're the cutest group of friends here.
1: <laughs> wow, thank we're you. We're close. Um, yeah, we're pretty close.
0: Okay, <laughs> maybe not cute. Um, <laughs> oh, they are... Taking uh, it back already. Okay. Wow. They are a epic duo here at NewsBomb, And um, because of so many years at NewsBomb um i reached out to some different people here in the office and we're gonna have some really cool different questions stories we're just gonna kind of dive into their history here
1: until you get to them you can start with us though okay all right yeah Yeah.
0: so how yeah tell us about how you guys started and how you guys grew a friendship
1: well i I came in uh, uh 15 years ago this december and uh I came into shadow with Brian originally. Phil Breaker was our VP at the time, and we were in the old office. We had 125 trucks, um, and we were just trying to start a logistics business and do a little brokerage in-house. And I came into shadow with Brian. It was in December, which is an extremely busy time, one of the busiest times of the year and right before the holidays came in shadowed with brian and it was extremely hectic that day it was it was pretty rough day wouldn't you say brian it was yeah yeah yeah, it was pretty uh stressful yeah it was pretty crazy um not quite as organized as what we are today and there were a lot more people doing a lot more jobs you know it was just not as laid out as well as it is today and um i don't know it it was kind of shocking from i came from a paint and body shop and did a lot of uh you know solo work in a very quiet atmosphere and came into this very loud Extreme, you know harsh environment yeah. and um, Brian Brian was tasked with uh, getting me on the hook and bringing me in And uh, it was kind of on the fence. Wouldn't you say Brian that first day was a little Well, maybe a little sketchy.
2: Yeah, I would say so I was yeah I was tasked with bringing Matt in they wanted Matt to work here. So they put him with me and um, Put me with the best told told me to do what I can to to make sure he feels comfortable and that uh, he's welcomed and uh, we kind of show them how we do things. And it just so happened that I think we were shorthanded that day maybe. Yeah. And um, the phones were going crazy. So I was answering two phones at one time and jumping back and forth between my cell phone and other phones. And um, I could tell Matt was a little bit uh, kind of shocked by what was going on. And I felt like I was kind of losing him a little bit, like maybe he was going to run out anytime. Um, so we made it through the day, though, made it through the day. And he was getting ready to leave. Um, he didn't tell anybody. It was, it was probably
1: 40, 60 on the fence yeah, that day. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> it was a little rough. He,
2: he, uh, then Phil breaker came up to me and asked where Matt was at. And I said, he's leaving. He, he's leaving for the day. And, uh, he said, well, how'd it go? And I told him that it didn't go real well and it was busy. And he said, well, run out there and, and stop him and tell him, you know, that it isn't always like this. And, and, uh, so I ran, caught him at the door and it was winter. Yeah. yeah, caught him at the door. <laughs> a few
1: weeks before Christmas. It was pretty, Aww. yeah. Yeah,
2: told him it wasn't going to be like this. It wasn't going to always be like this. You know, it's not always this busy and this hectic and this stressful. Yeah. Um, which over the years we've, we've talked about, it. did I lie a little bit um, or did <laughs> Maybe I not? enhance the story. Enhance the story because yeah. it was busy all Sold the time. It, yeah. But this was a, a day, but oh, we've kind of joked about it. Yeah. But I lied to Matt to get him to come here, which, you know, I don't
1: think I did that. But um. well, Brian's kind of got a knack for really, you know, sealing the deal. And he's a great salesman, and that's mm-hmm. why he works good with customers. Um, he can tell them whatever he needs to get the job done, and, and he'll stand behind it. And they lured me in with a Christmas dinner before I was an even employee. And uh, he, he threw out uh, that Rebecca makes the best, uh, was it cheesy carrots? Cheesy carrots, Cheer- yeah. Cheesy, cheesy carrots. carrots. He reeled yeah. me in with cheesy carrots, and I went to the Christmas dinner as yeah. a non-employee and met everybody, and it was a great time, and you got to see truly what Bomb was, like, away from work, you know? The relationships, and the friendships, and it's the true family, and that people care about each other, and, and and that really made that rough day kind of go away, and I thought, you know what, I can get through those days if I have people like this around me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of kind of reeled me in with some home cooking, so kind of sold yeah. it to me, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a try, it was a big step. Yeah. I'd been at my previous job for 12 years, and uh, it was a big jump for me. And uh, But Brian is always gets yeah. the job done. Phil told him to get it done. He got it done. Yeah.
2: I had to use Phil's wife's cooking and a bunch of other desserts and things like that, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Works every
1: time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Aww. this day, it still works, I, yeah. as it shows. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so, yeah, from that day, you've now been here, is it? it 15 well, years in December. 15 years in December. Yep.
1: And? You're welcome. Thanks, Brian, I think. I'm not sure.
0: And is yours going to be 18 years this year?
2: Uh, next, well, next I just years. I just celebrated 17th, so I'm in my 18th year. It'll be 18 years in July next July. So, yeah,
0: that's yeah. incredible.
1: So it's kind of funny as we start out, and you know, Brian and I got to know each other. We we kind of joke we're the same age. We're roughly the same age. He's right? older than just me. just a little bit, but he's actually convinced me I'm quite a bit older. And he tells me so often I've actually forgotten how old I am. But he we are the same age. We went to different schools together. We played against each other in junior high sports and stuff, and didn't even know it um so we kind of had that little rivalry going and, and kind of grew and our kids were similar ages and yeah you know he coaches his kids in sports and i coach my kids so we just had a lot in common rival towns you know and things yeah. so we've got to watch each other's kids grow up and play ball and um that's kind of nice to have that you know you just feel like you got a little bit more family here than just a coworker. yeah so mm-hmm. we've, we've always hit it off pretty well wow. um yeah but uh yeah, I don't know. I think I think you know, trucking is uh, is not an easy job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy when you're on the road. It's not easy in this office. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times drivers will say, "Well, you know, you guys in there, and you know, they don't always see what our struggles, but we don't always see their struggles." And yeah. every everybody in this business, whether you're a news bomb or any trucking company, there's going to be struggles. It's a yeah. very stressful job. It's a very necessary job. Everyone in our country depends on it. Everything we have here in front of us came on a truck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's an absolute necessity. We have to have this industry. And with that comes a lot of stress. You know, mm-hmm. And there's very fine margins in making money. It's a very refined business compared to what it was when we started. Yeah, um, It's more expedited. I would say expedited freight was a term we used a lot when I started. Now it's just normal business. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody's the Amazon thing. I click it today, I want it tomorrow. And customers have come to want that and need that and demand that. And we have to do it under the same stipulations before and maybe even more legal parameters than what we had when we started little paper right. log days and
0: yeah
1: um so it's a stressful situation and i don't know i think what i've come to realize is you've got to have somebody like brian you know you've got to have somebody that you can go to on a rough day and that can coach you and cheer you up and say hey you know tomorrow will be a better day and it's it's trucking there's going to be rough days yeah but i think drivers too uh, the ones that do well and stay here and really thrive, they get somebody on board, too. They get another driver. They mm-hmm. get a, a brother in the industry or a sister. You know, they get yeah. somebody they can call on a bad day. Yeah. The road captain thing is huge because that gives them one more resource when they're new. Um, they have people they can talk to, and I, I encourage all of them to just, you know, make that bond with somebody that you can talk to. Not necessarily your boss. Not, yeah. not always your driver manager. Not always, um, you know, your driver's relations manager. Not always a planner. Yeah. But, you know, find somebody that you've got a common bond with, and, and they'll get you through those tough days, you know, and there's going to be tough days in trucking. Yeah. Um, but when you've got good family behind you and people that will support you, and, and not just in trucking, you know? And yeah. um, when my dad passed this year, a lot of people came by the visitation. You know, I had a lot of support. Our chaplain mm-hmm. here was great. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's those things that get you through the tough times, and trucking has tough times. So yeah. without that, you're just not going to be happy, you know? Yeah. so. Wow. So Brian's done a pretty good job, I think, uh, you know. He's mentored me in a lot of things and not just in trucking, you know. He's he's a great coach. He's a, he could coach anywhere in the state. He's oh. he's great with kids. So yeah. that flows over into his customer support. When he when he deals with his customer, he knows when he needs to be firm. He knows when he needs to bring a little more to the table. He knows when he needs to give a little, you know, and so I've appreciated him being a mentor to me. Yeah. And uh, even though I don't tell him that too often, I like to heckle him oh. more than yeah appreciate it yeah.
0: well yeah matt i love what you said and and back to in the beginning too like i get so excited when i see there's people walking together on the trail or there's people that are sitting together and they're having their 15-minute break and they're talking um because it is so important to have someone to to talk to you outside of that like you know the, the daily work day and just to share like oh this was stressful this was hard because um, yeah otherwise it, it, it just it becomes too much so yep. yeah yeah um so kind of going into some of the stories um, that have been shared. Oh boy. Um I'm going to ask if Ryan could show a picture up on the screen. Um so I don't know if you guys are going to be able to exactly see it, but um, so, there's a picture I want to share, and it's a picture oh. of you two. Yeah. And um, whose who's mother are you sitting with? That's
1: Bill Wilson. Well, like, we mother. claim her as our mom. Okay. Yeah. We share with Bill, sort of. I mean, he, he gets some rights. Yeah. You know, biologically, yeah. but that's so, really our mom. So,
0: tell me about that day.
1: Oh, uh, well, well,
2: yeah. That was, uh, that was a planned day there. She was, uh, Donna was coming in uh, to bring cookies, Christmas cookies, which uh-huh. she's famous for. And we, uh, we,
0: was Bill in a meeting?
2: No, Bill was.
1: I don't even know if she, he, he she, was notified she was coming. She was coming in to see us. She was coming honest. in to see us for yeah, sure. We're yeah, we're her favorites. So uh, yeah. he
0: said he was in a meeting. She went in the break room well, and then somehow. She, that's Bill's he, story. He came up and <laughs> you guys were just laughing away. Hey, this oh, is yeah. this is our story. Okay, what's now. your story?
2: Um, no, <laughs> she probably came in to see Bill. I think he was in a meeting. That that probably was accurate, but. Um, yeah, Donna. We love her. She's uh, and we don't care that if she brings cookies or not We just like to to see her she Matt Matt said it best I think last time she was here was it was, it was kind of a stressful day and he spent about 10 minutes with her and just spending about 10 minutes with her y- your blood pressure drops you she brings you back to reality uh, What life is really all about and she tells jokes um, uh, She's just a great mom and friend and I, Bill's really lucky to have, to have her and, um, she's, I will a, say, she's though, hilarious. will say
1: though, she did decorate the cookies with Brian and I's initials on there and she kind of ran short on Bill's so they weren't quite as nice as ours. <laughs> so we may be a little bit favorites. I don't know. That is true. Mean, I think, you know. I
2: think ours did have a heart, a big heart on them. Uh-huh. Yeah. She brought so us special she's, cookies. So.
1: She's a pretty amazing person. She's, she's been yeah. through a lot and, yeah. um, raised some amazing boys and you know, a lot yeah. of them on her own as, as Bill's dad's been gone for a long time. and. Uh, um just raise good strong family and it's evident when you work with any of the wet steins you know that yeah um bill and his brothers are all and bill's boys are just as amazing you know good Mm -hmm. farm hands and hard workers and it shows you know
0: yeah
1: um just quality people and and it it comes through and our customers get that quality too you know yeah um, through all the departments so it's it's good to have those people and it's, it's nice to see extended family come in you know back in the day tilly would come into the old break room and my first week on the job she came in and she said you need to come in here and sit down and, I, and try this uh, I think it was like a sausage bread she made oh yeah she's just sausage in this bread and she's telling me the whole recipe and I'm like I just finished my break I need to <laughs> kind of get running but I'm like it's you know it's Brent's mom you know <laughs> she's like no no you sit down here and eat this she's like I'm gonna cut you a piece I'm like I'm like I'm looking over my shoulder I'm like, am I gonna get you fired do I need to get back to work I'm like she is kind of you know like the monarch of the whole business I'm like what do you do here you know and it's like until he brings food and tells you to eat you sit down and eat you know yeah so we did and had a great conversation and she dropped in for many many years you know and it was the same uh-huh. way and donna's kind of like that too yeah um you know leslie wetstein drops in we just have some people that drop in that have been around this business for 50 some years yeah you know and and they still come here because they still have that sense of family yeah you know and that's and you see that and it makes it it just makes everything go a little smoother you know and mm-hmm. I, it's too bad the drivers don't get to see a little bit more of that because there is a big family of people here that have worked a lot of decades to to build up what we have today, you know, and, and newer drivers don't always get to see that or know that. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of people that have done a lot of hard work over the years to to give us what we have here now. Yeah. Which is stability in a tough time right of mm-hmm. business and politics and things and yeah, you know it's nice to be for a stable company. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't wait to come back after we retire. Uh That's going to be great to come back here. Thirty. No, no, we're not going to work. We're just going to come back, sit in our same chair, and have coffee.
1: (laughs) Bring cookies in. (laughs) Have to get get Donna's recipe.
2: Maybe. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this one's just a little bit more lighthearted of a question. If you two were on a stranded desert island, who's making it out alive first?
1: Oh, Matt, definitely me, for sure. But I'd come back for him eventually. (laughs) <laughs> he's got
2: the survival skills. He knows how to hunt, fish. Oh, um, yeah, that's another question. Um, live right off here. the land. Uh, plus, he's just bigger than me. He, yeah. he he's going to get, uh, you know.
1: I could use Ryan to float
0: out. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: using for the life vest. <laughs> that's
2: ne- that's an easy question, but uh, I think uh, before we before well, we get, I think we'd spend a little time there before we decide. Yeah,
1: I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I'd be in a big hurry to go. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd take at least a month. You know.
2: But uh, I'd think I'd take it. Matt's like one of the best cooks and uh, grill artists you'd ever find. So I think I'd probably uh, live off of some of the, you know, the coconut cream. I think we'd be all right basically. for a while, wouldn't we? Be? Yeah, I think we'd, we'd be, be all right.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd be
0: good. Um, are you guys up for arm wrestling?
1: We, arm we wrestling. don't really arm wrestle too much, but we did have a standing competition for years on cheesy potato eating contests with ham in it. Yeah, and it never never really happened. came to fruition because there was a lot of smack talk, and I mean, I'm not really sure who would have won that.
2: Are you asking if we'd arm wrestle like right now?
0: Um, well, maybe we can end the show with it.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think maybe. I think he He's might to loosen me. up at this point a little. I think bit. he might put me through the I feel table. Feel like we got a work <laughs> comp claim coming
1: out of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mitch is going. Don't do it. Do okay. Do well, that. speaking of um, going through things. Tell us about your lunch at Mo's.
2: Oh wow, that's that was a, that was a scary day. Yeah. yeah. So it was. Uh, I went to lunch at Mo's. That it was uh, around eleven o'clock, which was a good thing that day because it wasn't very busy. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I had already s- sat down to eat, had my food and drink and everything in mm-hmm. front of me, and um, I'm I'm assuming. We, well Matt man I've been to Moe's a lot but I think yeah. what you're talking about is the is the drive-through the drive-through day yep where they mm-hmm. where the car made the yeah made mm-hmm. Mo's into a drive-through restaurant yeah that day um yeah I was sitting down getting ready to eat I was like three booths back um, there were a few people back in the tables behind me and all of a sudden I heard this like it sounded like an explosion um, and before you could react there's a our booth is spinning around and there's a <laughs> a van in the in the restaurant <laughs> uh, knocking over tables and ran over a, a couple people had people under underneath the vehicle what yeah yeah and, uh had chairs stuck in walls um the staff really didn't know how to react so we were, we we were there to try to help and but calm did, down did,
0: any, did people get hurt
2: uh minor injuries i think that they, they, okay. some people did go off in ambulances i had to go get checked out just because I had some rib bruising and stuff like that because it kind of pinned us into the table a little bit. And, um, yeah, I guess uh, what happened, what we what we think happened was the lady just got confused. She was an older, uh. an older uh, lady driving, and uh, I think she confused the uh, brake pedal with the accelerator and came up over the curb right through the window and straight back all the way to where they have the pop machines. and and uh, salsa and all that kind of stuff so yeah it was pretty scary yeah yeah Yeah, pretty scary but nobody luckily luckily it wasn't noon when there were when there would be a bunch of kids and a more full restaurant so so yeah
0: uh, maybe this is bad to say but i know every time you walk into mo's they go welcome to mo's yeah (laughs) so when the car ran through
2: did they ask that's did they say terrible. welcome
1: to Moes? <laughs> did they yell to the car, Welcome to Moose, please back the car out? No, it, no, like they
2: that. didn't know what to they didn't know what they didn't yeah, know what, what to true. do. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. So oh. uh, I had to tell them to call 911, oh. and they were just everybody was in shock, including yeah. the especially the driver, who were just kinda sat in there and just didn't know what to do. So we just kinda jumped into a few of us that were there just kinda jumped in to help and started yeah. trying to get people up off the ground there's glass everywhere you know shattered glass yeah. you know and i never did find out where my food went you know but my drink wasn't wasn't there so i don't know i never did get my free meal you uh, know from that but uh
0: <laughs>
2: um, i've been back there since sat in the same booth and, really yeah
0: it doesn't scare you no brian not at you. All.
2: no it could, i don't think that could happen what are the odds the i mean
1: yeah i mean if it was going to happen it probably happen to brian but i mean the odds are still pretty low we've had lots
2: of <laughs> Matt and i used to go to lunch every day together um we're on different lunch schedules now, but we've had a lot of weird things happen over lunch. Um, we've maybe, seen some strange things. Yeah. We, we've seen some strange things in an hour out of the day, but, uh, we've been to most plenty of times that never happened. So yeah. yeah, that's
1: true.
0: Yeah.
2: If people are listening, give Mo's a try. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, would you also mind telling us about the time that Doug Bradle asked you for a ride home? <laughs>
2: Well, there's been plenty of times where Doug and I used to ride to work together. I think, I'm guessing if this came from Doug, this was during the winter. Yeah. a really.
0: Yeah. He said maybe like eight or eight to 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Probably longer 13, than 13,
2: 13, years. probably about 13 years ago. Yeah. I was driving home and I didn't have the best tires on my, my car, but I was giving Doug a ride home anyway. And we were driving along pretty slow. I was being careful and, uh, the car started to slide, and we end up in the ditch, and uh, we got out. The end. No, that's not what you want me to say. No. Okay. Well, so <laughs> what ended up happening was we needed we needed somebody to steer the car to get out of the ditch. So I, I thought since it was my car that I would do that, and um, <laughs> Doug would do the pushing.
1: Um, totally shocked.
2: So I think I think there were another. Um, I think I, if I remember right, there were maybe some other people there that might've helped too, but Doug did most of the work and uh, pushed me out of the ditch. Um, <laughs> but really, I mean, when you think about it, we both couldn't push. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a good experience. We spun around a couple times, almost, oh. al- almost hit a car Oh no! Yeah, and then ended up, uh, in a soft, uh, you know, deep patch of snow. And, uh, Doug was gracious enough to, to push me out of it and, uh, eventually I got him home. We, yeah. we were about a mile from El Paso. So once we got back on the road, I got my composure and was able to get, uh, get him back, but I've never heard the end of that.
0: Did so. he ever ask you for another ride home?
2: You know? Yeah. He's asked me, well, not in the winter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's asked me for rides here and there. Yeah. Um, but not, you know, now that I think about it, he never has asked for a ride home yeah. since then. So.
0: Well, okay. Mm. Good, good question. Uh, yeah. I wonder where
2: that came from.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so question for you, Matt. Um, besides hunting and spending time with your family, what other hobbies do you have?
1: Um, well, I, I work on some properties. I do some property management okay. for like wildlife enhancement and stuff like oh. that. And uh, I was an outdoor rider for 11 years. Yeah. And um, did a bunch of seminars for Bass Pro Shop. Okay. And did like educational stuff for them and all their seminars up at the Bowling store. Yeah, and um, and did just a lot of seminars. I produced a, a television show for two years, a internet TV show, a hunting show. What? And uh, yeah, edited all that and did the filming and kind of produced it and everything. Um, and Brian was kind of kind of like my supporting role. He always we'd go run around on lunch hours and buy the craziest stuff to make equipment to film these shows and stuff. Like he probably knows more about hunting and fishing than any guy that's not done that stuff a lot. Like he could get, jump into a conversation and people would probably assume that he's hunted bear in Alaska and he's like, no, I don't even hunt. And he's just been along and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of think it's funny how much he's picked up on and the things he's helped me with and stuff. And it's it, true. It's kind of, that comes yeah. up quite often. When people are like, Oh, where do you hunt? He's like, oh, I've never been in my life. And they're yeah. like, how, how do you know? Yeah, I, had
2: a, I had a conversation with a guy one time about duck hunting. And we probably had an hour long conversation. Um, I think, I think it was a time where I, 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 didn't have a, a washing machine. I was at the laundromat and I ran into a guy that I knew and he was a duck hunter. We had a long talk about it and he said, wow, where do you, where do you do all your duck hunting at? And I said, "Oh, I've never been duck hunting before. I just know a lot about it. <laughs>
1: that's a true story. <laughs> yeah. That's a true story. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, uh...
0: So what kind of things would you be buying over lunch?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> you, uh, you name it. Um, well, one year for uh, for Christmas at our gift exchange, I got a thing of uh, dirt, basically. Yeah. It's like a, these plastic wafers that smell like dirt. You use it for cover scent during whitetail deer season. It's kind of, you know, to, to trick the deer. And I got, I've gotten some of those things as presents at our Christmas things. And yeah. Brian gets it, and he's like, oh, yeah, you've been looking for those. And everybody else is like, what is that? I don't even know what that is, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, fish and lures, just different things pop up. And Brian, Brian's, yeah, he could go out and do most of my shopping for me. He's pretty versed it, in this stuff now.
2: I, I know the pricing, I know what, what everything
1: Well, he caused, knows so. a good value on our outdoor yeah. gear, that's for sure. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. yeah.
0: So you're saying someone bought you just a bucket of dirt? Yeah,
2: I did sure. that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, they make these little plastic wafers that are actually, like, infused with the smell. Like, so when you go out and till the ground up, you know, and you can smell, like, in the spring and late winter when they're, they're working ground, that smell, that fresh earth. Yeah. They actually make that in these little cartridge things that you kind of put on your hunting gear to kind of mask your smell and, you know, kind of fool the deer and stuff. So I, that's, a, that's, that's one of those things you just buy commonly as a hunter, you know. And, yeah. So I was getting those, and people were like, "I, I don't understand why you're buying something <laughs> to smell like dirt." I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> Brian's like, "Oh yeah, I'll explain it to you." So yeah. He's my go-to. He's like my tech support guy for for all my hunting stuff. But wow. uh, yeah, so he's. I mean, we've seen some crazy stuff. We were at Mo's yeah. one day, eating lunch, and a guy came by and tapped on the window, and we went out in the parking lot, and he gave me six ducks, and we yeah. put them in the trunk of my wife's car, and uh, yeah, he just no crazy. big deal. Why? Uh, they'd been duck hunting and they had to run some meetings and stuff they didn't have time to clean them and they did knew they, i would did
0: you know the guy yeah, yeah oh him. okay okay but uh
1: but nobody else didn't i mean there's these guys staying outside of moe's and their waiters and camo holding these ducks up and people are like are they serving that in here like why are the <laughs> people at Mo's with ducks out in the parking lot and
2: yeah i thought it was a little weird that they were just throwing some dead ducks in the back of his wife's car at the time but
1: and then we've, we've had some pretty crazy trips to menards and when I yeah. first started here, I, I had an old Buick that I drove at times, and it kind of doubled as a work car. And in the back, uh, we went to. It was it was getting close to deer season. And I wanted to buy some black plastic to use on the floor when we butcher and stuff, and rubber gloves. And mm-hmm. I just happened to have a shovel in the trunk, a bag of lime for the food plots. You know, and there was some rope and uh, rubber gloves. And, you know, Brian, I opened the trunk and he's looking at me and there's, you know, yeah, there's the, pretty much the mass murderer toolkit back there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the shovel, the plastic, the rope. And he's just looking at me like, I am not getting in this guy's car. <laughs> I'm like, no, wait. I'm like, I was doing some landscaping and that's in there for this. And I think it took about a year for him to really get comfortable to, like, travel with me. It scared him a little yeah. bit.
2: Now I feel you know. safe because I know that I'm well protected if I go along with yeah. Matt somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've we've went and scouted for deer over lunch before. We took Gary and scared him to death, ate a pizza, and went all the way to Colfax and scouted a deer property and came back in an hour. Yeah, that was a good. Scouted
0: a deer property. What do you you mean? Yeah, we
1: were driving around, you know, with our binoculars looking to see where the deer at midday and getting ready for hunting season, you know, and on our lunch hour. um, Yeah. Yeah, we 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 might have fractured the occasional law then, trying to get back in time, but we were hustling. The speed but limit. I think that was about the limit end. Limit. That was about the end of Gary probably going on lunch with us. Yeah, might have been a That's bit a hard much.
0: Question: for him. It's like, do you get yeah. to work on time or do you safety first? I forgot yeah. about we Gary. safety
1: first now, but we were younger men then. We were young. We've we've gotten smarter. Yeah, so we're more responsible.
2: Yeah, Gary was our, was kind of he kind of was one of the th- three amigos. He used to go to lunch with us. I. I'm hoping there are no questions from Gary on here because.
0: <laughs> yeah, he actually didn't get back to me. Oh, so yeah, thank yeah. goodness! I think the lawyers the,
1: probably told him not to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because what some of the stories that Gary's has, I, I can't repeat them on. Yeah. On the air here. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> well, um, I did reach out to a few of your drivers and um, Kent Pitchford, right? He's yep. driver. yeah. He's not my driver, but he's. he's one of He's not your driver. No. No. Who? Who's, who's is he? Well, they've worked
1: together a lot. We've
2: worked together a lot. He's Jim. Gymnose. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I asked him to share any stories or comments <laughs> and, um, his actually was a lot, was pretty lighthearted. Um, yeah. so he just wanted to, to essentially say thank you. Cause, um, when he had colon cancer and he was out of the office for maybe about a month, um, he said that you were the only one that reached out to him during that time, um, to frequently like check in and see how he was doing. Um, and he also mentioned that, um I think after that happened, he got in contact with Jim Ravel, our chaplain here. Oh, yeah, um, and then made the decision to be baptized. Mm-hmm. And he said that you uh, showed up to that baptism.
2: Oh yeah,
0: and, um, of course. Yeah, he just wanted to say, yeah, thank you for all that.
2: Oh, that's nice. he's a he's a good guy. He's a big he's a big guy. He talks a, uh, he talks a big game, but he's yeah. a he's a cuddly teddy oh, yeah. bear type of guy. I love the guy. Yeah,
0: but has he um, ever given you a wet willy?
2: <laughs> yes, he has. Yeah, he's done that. He's he's done a lot of things like that. Um, which uh, normally I wouldn't appreciate, but it's Kent, so you just kind of let, uh, let it go. Oh, I
0: <laughs> hope other people don't try to do this to you daily now. Well,
1: I trying to discourage that over
2: with the oh. yeah. Over the years, I've had plenty of drivers do things like that that weren't always appreciated, but yeah, it's all about driver retention, so...
1: <laughs> Brian agree. is a team player, team
0: no player.
2: doubt.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, good. That's okay.
2: good. I'm glad you said that.
0: Yeah, um, and then I asked one of your drivers, so Sam, yes. um, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven. I've
1: mispronounced it probably 15 yeah. times, and he's so gracious and just gently reminds me every time it's uh, wrong. How is yeah. it? What is it? Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven. Okay. That's what I'm going with this month. <laughs> He'll still laugh. and There'll probably be some variant I'm still wrong on. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, he wanted to say that when he first met you, you always made him feel like he was a part of Spawn. Um, that you were very genuine and you're a straight shooter. I don't know if that's talking about hunting or about your personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're just always willing to help out. and um, it's like he's talking to a friend when he calls in, not.
1: yeah, kind of he boss. Sam's a great guy and he's he's really representative of a lot of them that come in and, you know, he came in and he had a lot of raw talent as far as driving and skill. But, you know, Brian didn't do this before this job and I didn't do this type of stuff I mean we came from vastly different experiences and that's the one thing I think NewsBomb is really great at you Don't have to come in here as a trucking pro. You don't have to be a logistics Mm -hmm. professional They take good people and they'll mold them into the job Yeah, and they'll they'll show you what they want you to know and sometimes it's better to not have that bad experience to come from somewhere else and bring Bad habits so bring in good people teach them the job and let those characteristics shine through and and Sam was like that You know, he didn't feel like he knew As much about trucking as he should Mm -hmm. uh, or the experience but he really did um and then right away we wanted to get him into like uh you know you know I, i i don't think there's a thing here he couldn't do you know road captain trainer he you know he's set up for all that and he didn't believe that he could do that and we definitely believed that he could do that yeah um you know and then once he started to get into that he you know he's He's got the gift of coaching, which not a lot of people do, you know, and he's very patient. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the longer you do this, it's easier to see. And I think coaching sports and Brian can probably echo this: coaching sports outside of work really helps you in this job because you get to see who fits in what area. It's like you know when you have to start picking quarterbacks and linemen and running backs and receivers, and you have to start shaking down a team you start to see who maybe what drivers are better road captains, and maybe some are trainers, and maybe some are not. Some are just go-getters that wanna just run and never go home. Yeah. You know, they're all different, but you gotta figure out how that fits into your team, and you gotta get your starting lineup right. And, and Sam was like that. It was really easy to see right away that he was a leader and that, mm-hmm. you know, people, but he, he did it through kind example and not forced, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, procedures and things, and that's huge, so he yeah. it just, he comes in with a great learning attitude and spirit, um and it shows and and we we joke about this a lot kind of not really behind driver's backs but kind of off air if you will or not on the phone it's like drivers that go into a day with a good attitude and share a good attitude rarely run into problems Mm. ones that go into the day with a bad attitude it, it immediately rubs off to the dock worker who rubs off on their boss and those are the ones that are not willing to help you and you know, there there's a lot of times we maybe just don't make an appointment or there was an appointment made or there's a miscommunication. But if you go in there, you got a clean news bomb shirt on, you got a smile and a nice red truck, and you're polite, you've already beat out most of the truck drivers in the nation. Wow. You know, and the customers see that and they hear that and they're like, you know what? I'm really probably not supposed to take you in. My boss probably wouldn't appreciate that we're sliding you into the slot, but this guy's super nice, he's got a great attitude. We're just gonna get you unloaded and move you on down the road because we appreciate you're not cussing, you're not foul you know you're a clean pleasant person yeah and we've got a lot of those and 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 they all to the drivers they probably don't think it's that big a deal but we hear about it all the time that it is a big deal you know so it's great when you get those drivers in that that do that and then when other drivers see that too it makes them want to be a little better
0: yeah
1: um so you know i think i think it's great to take guys like that and groom them for some coaching positions and stuff Mm -hmm. uh sam's a good example of that
0: yeah yeah that's awesome um. So the next question I have is, um, do you like to bike ride?
2: Do I like to bike ride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to bike ride. Sure.
1: It's
0: great.
2: <laughs> I think it's a good cardio uh, exercise. It's fun. It's easy. It's dangerous. Safe.
0: Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about a time that you felt biking was dangerous.
1: <laughs> do you
2: need me to tell this, Brian? Yeah, go ahead, Matt. No, you, you can't tell this story. You don't even know what happened.
1: I do. I actually saw it. No, secondhand. you didn't see it. You didn't see this it. This is a heavily disputed item that the, there may or may not have been a video of an incident.
2: There wasn't a video of this incident. So what he what, saw.
0: what was this incident?
2: This incident was a violent off-road bike accident that happened 20 feet from the bike rack at Nussbaum. And... <laughs> I was going on a bike ride on my break.
0: Was it a tricycle? No. Okay. Somebody Slightly larger, me, but not. Somebody Ken, told Ken, me it was Pit, a tricycle.
2: Ken Pitchford probably said it was a tricycle. But oh, okay. It was just a regular old bike. I think it was Gary's bike, and um, I was turning, and, I, and Darian was back in his car, and and I went to wave with one hand, and at the same time I went, I hit the brake with the other hand, and the wheel locked up. And the, and the bike, it flipped me off the bike and I ended up breaking my wrist and probably my knee, but I didn't go to the doctor for my knee. I kind of blew that off. But I couldn't do anything about the wrist because it was, you know, clearly broken. And uh, I had to go back in. I found Matt, who did, who
1: was, I feel really bad about that, honestly. I, what? I, I made fun of him. I was like, you know, rub some dirt on it, toughen up a little bit. He's got a broken hand. I'm like, which, you know. yeah. Yeah, I didn't so, realize Brian was so frail. But yeah, uh, I drove myself. I did feel bad <laughs> later he honestly was legitimately hurt, and I oh. kind of joked about it. And I was like, "Oh, it's so bad." Shed
0: any tears?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe I? just a little trickle. Down maybe the a side. trickle. Maybe a trickle.
1: Maybe just a swelled up a little. Just kind of. Hmm.
2: No, the only thing I, w- the only thing I could think about was this ha- had to be on video, outside in front of the building. It has to be, you know, even on the way to the hospital. I was thinking. They're, they're all watching this, and uh, it turns out, Matt would disagree because he's got his own theory, but it turns out there was a glitch in the camera when when this happened, and that part was
1: uh, missed. I will agree with that Brian has never seen the whole footage. The, there was a camera in the grassy knoll that caught the action, and we saw what really happened that day. Nobody saw it. Nobody we saw did what see
2: happened. It. But I ended up getting like seven or eight pins in my screws in, in my it wrist. It was a pretty big deal, it was a really. Bad, and, yep. It was a bad, uh, was a bad did accident.
0: did an ambulance come?
2: No, I drove myself to the ER.
0: Matt didn't come with you?
1: No, he didn't. I told him to rub some dirt on and get back to work. Yeah. We got trucking to do. You can't just go to the hospital every time you break a bone. I mean, we got yeah. drivers that depend on us. You know, you can't just yeah. go to the hospital every time you got a major injury. You I think at this point he through. was
2: still thinking I was just injured.
1: I thought he was that. kind of joking a little bit because he's kind of a practical joker, right? And He's yeah. like, I think I just broke my arm on my bike. We're kind of laughing. I'm like, it's, you're by the bike rack. You surely didn't, you know. And then yeah. I got the whole story later and then saw the incident. I don't think you saw it.
2: Yeah. You, I don't think you really saw it. I don't think you might really so, saw
0: So did this lead to a Michael Jordan career? or wait, What's your Michael Jordan year? I don't know. Um, your Michael Jordan baseball tour.
2: Wow. i don't i don't know Wh- who would that come from
0: he said and talk about his michael jordan baseball tour did he mean basketball tour jeremy's the one asking
2: jeremy yeah uh i don't know i don't know any basketball tour I must be missing something mm. what do you think of something
1: no although we we did have a little uh basketball skirmish one time when brian and i went to the gym that was before the accident i think yeah and um you know i obviously got a little bit of height over brian and a little bit of size so i thought i could surely hang with this guy even though he's a basketball guy and i'm not yeah and uh, we played one-on-one at the gym and i think we were going to go to 20. and brian's like i feel like i should play weak-handed because i'm a pretty decent little basketball player you know i'm like i was kind of laughing. i'm like all right this shouldn't be too hard he beat me 20-1 to 1 with his weak hand and I was like, this guy can, like, you just, you know, I'm not saying you don't look like a basketball player, Brian. Well, yeah. I am. I am saying that, I guess. Yeah, but, he said it. yeah, 20 to 1, he beat me. It was really embarrassing. I mean, he had moves. He went around me. He was dropping them from all over the court. It was just really embarrassing. I That's the last time I've touched a basketball. I was just so embarrassed. I mean, Stone counseling over that but uh-huh. yeah yeah we was, used to, we I mean, actually he, he schooled uh, me he went he it was a thing of beauty it was really something I don't impressive. know about
2: I don't know about all that but we used to go to Four Seasons at lunch and swim on
1: our no you didn't yeah, was, yeah we did yeah and all I the way on the other town. I, know. I know but Matt we had the old black beauty car That thing was fast we could get through stoplights and around we for whatever reason it seemed to have a radar blocker on it we never got ticketed and we'd, we'd make pretty good time over there we would swim laps and then we'd come back and within an hour yeah we, yeah. Would, it's we pretty would amazing. Even what happened
0: why did you stop
2: i just started back up there recently but don't i don't
1: know, know. well it, we started swimming laps but then we realized they had a hot tub <laughs> the yeah. hot tub was a lot nicer than swimming laps and we're like this is this is not this is not what we were after uh, but sometimes on a cold, snowy day in the middle of January, it was pretty nice to go sit in that hot tub for twenty minutes. And just, you know, you, sometimes you got to get your mind off trucking. You know, it's it's a rough day yeah. sometimes, and it was a good distraction. It was good activity. But then we realized the logistics of it, and the yeah. maybe the driving habits weren't as They're safe as we they should, should be doing. Be. Yeah. So yeah, so we had to back that off a little bit. And that was from the old office. We're a little farther out now. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. so had some time and distance. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Wow. You'd be surprised we fished at lunch.
0: Um, well, you can still fish at lunch. But yeah.
1: we, but this is before we had a pond. We used to oh. <laughs> We used to fish at Heartland College over lunch.
0: Can yeah. you do that? Yeah,
1: they have a great great little lake over there between the corn crib stadium and the yeah. college. There's a really nice lake there. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
0: You yeah. guys could write like 101 things to do at lunch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We played we, football. We Where do you we,
1: play football? We kicked field goals and so when I started here, it was still shirt and tie and dress pants. Like it it was pretty much full-on dress clothes you know it wasn't the casual business casual like it is now so we're in dress pants and nice shoes and basically you know like church clothes and we would go to a park over here and they didn't have a goal post but they had a hockey net or uh, uh, soccer soccer net which is about the regulation width of a goal post so we actually got a tee and we would kick field goals in our dress clothes every day and we got to where we would hit them from 35 40 yards pretty regular which well, Half the college did. kickers anymore can't do that. So we were doing that in our dress shoes, and uh, it, it was pretty fun. We we packed a lot in for a year. We kicked field goals almost every day for we a We
2: used to throw the football around at the old office out in the parking lot and hit a few cars in oh, there. Oh, no.
1: We had some but, sketchy moments. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> back in the day uh, – Kent Wiggin, we threw him the ball, and he had quite an arm. He actually threw the ball like 70-some yards. He'd never really thrown one, and we couldn't believe it. There was absolutely no accuracy, but he could throw the ball 70 yards, which is twice as far as we could. And it actually hit the transformer and bounced off, and we all kind of put the ball away and ran back in the building. Well, the next day, or a couple days later, uh, Amron is out there, and they've got a power truck, and they just happen to be working on the transformer. So we take a picture of it, and we show Phil, and Phil says, send me that, and we're going to craft an email like it's from Amron. And it's like this, we, we've, we put in all this stuff, like we have a claim number, this and that, and it's like $5,000 transformer, and what happened? And Phil fires it off to Kent, and Brian and I, he goes, does anybody know about any kind of an incident that maybe would have damaged the transformer? And Kent literally was ghost white. He really thought that he'd maybe damage that. And he starts heading for Bill's office to tell him that I've, I hit that with a football, you know. And we had to run in there and tell him that it was a joke, but it was kind of a dirty joke. Yeah. But uh, he la- he did later laugh about it, but I think Phil laughed the hardest. But yeah, they were just doing some routine checkup on it. It was just a total coincidence, but it was pretty oh, funny. that's horrible. Yeah, we're, we 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 pulled some pranks here and there that yeah. might be a little questionable. But well, I'm you know, you I'm laugh inspired.
0: I think the most. Interesting thing I did was like have a picnic in my back seat with like a blanket and eat my lunch in my car. Right? We ate yeah. in the
2: car a lot. Yeah, we, we did.
0: We People do that here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 We've been all over on lunches. We've been all kinds of places. Yeah. So there's not much we haven't done over lunch hour.
0: What has been the most memorable meal that you have eaten at NewsBomb? Whether it's like a Christmas luncheon or like. Man, I'm Donna's not sure. Cookies. That's really
1: tough.
2: That's hard. We had some really we've always had really great Christmas luncheons, yeah uh so that's a tough one um, we one time we had a had a chef come and do omelettes for everybody yeah. did uh, just cook like breakfast yeah, yeah omelets that Ordered, was,
1: order to how you wanted it and yeah,
2: you order how you want it you' know, wow. make an omelet um,
1: I think the first the first year that I was here for the official Christmas dinner, you know like the company Christmas dinner was at the old building and it was in the conference room. And you know, it was catered in, but then Tilly had brought in a lot of stuff and Tiana brought some stuff and it was just, you know, and Brent and Lloyd and Phil and everybody, you know, were dressed in nice white shirts and served us. Yeah. And I was kind of humbling to know that they came Mm -hmm. in and served us that Christmas dinner. That was a big deal. It's like, I just didn't realize that even existed, you know? Yeah. Um, And then I would say this last year, some of the food days, you know when H and I came in, that was a big deal. We got to really kind of spoil the customer a little bit and mm-hmm. treat them nice. And yeah. I don't know, we've just yeah. we just had a lot of them uh, here that you just don't get that everywhere. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: we uh, yeah, the we next one's
0: going to be what tacos and ice cream, which
1: that's hard to beat.
0: Seem, well, yeah, hot and
1: cold, right? It's a good mix. It'll work. We'll
0: see how it goes. I mean, like if you don't I,
1: like it, we'll take. If you don't want, oh, the I'm I'm which, having if, both. If you're not having yeah. one or the other Brian, I'll be glad to step
0: in. <laughs> but
1: yeah. uh, we you know we did driver appreciation meals here probably three or four years ago we cooked a thousand ribeyes one lunch hour Whoa. yeah um, we did probably really 2500 pieces of meat on the grill in three days for driver appreciation meals and we would send them out into go boxes yeah. and that was pretty cool it's pretty neat to see a team effort where everybody kicks in and yeah you know there's nothing like being able to hand a driver a hot meal mm. that you cooked and they can get it in the truck and you know go and, and just feel like they've had somebody cook them something and it's not a truck stop meal yeah mm-hmm. you know it's not something that was warmed up from last Sunday or whatever you know mm-hmm. it's you know, I don't know. To see their smile when they get that, and it's it's impossible to get all of them through to do that. But the ones that yeah. do, it's nice they get to do that. So.
0: Yeah.
2: When I was in recruiting, I had some really good banana bread.
0: <gasps> that was for me. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Man, I don't.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. I never heard anything about that. Yeah. 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 No, we.
2: Can, you, yeah. you didn't. Uh, Thanks for sharing, Brian. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, there wasn't. I. Joe was. It's over hard there. to share a whole loaf, isn't it? <laughs>
1: start on it once you cut it. It's hard to share when you got
2: got uh, some eaters over there yeah group. there are yeah sure it's, it's
1: a heavy crew yeah yeah
0: yeah so overall with your 31 combined years at Nussbaum, um, what would you go back and tell yourself you know if, if you go back to the day that you almost ran out what would what would you have actually said to yourself then
1: um, don't let the actual job get you down um, don't let the stress of the work get Um, totally define who and what you are Mm. you know try to try to focus on the people more try to remember that it is a ministry you know Mm. even though you may get cussed out and yelled at and whatever but you're dealing with somebody that's going through a lot and they do need your help yeah um and try to remember that you're helping them and um and it's necessary you know None of our kids have clothes. They don't have books. We don't have food. If there's not trucking, there's not anything. Yeah. And it's just hard to remember that when you start looking at, you know, return on assets and bottom line and, you know, deadhead miles and broker, and you get all these different figures and things in there, and you kind of forget the bigger picture that we need to move freight across America or nobody has anything. Yeah. Really, you know, it drives a nation. Yeah. Um, and it's just hard to remember that big picture sometimes. And it's it's good to step back and remember that, that we're all a part of that. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're setting up the concierge service or if you're in accounting or if you're recruiting or whatever, it's just as important as the guy that turns the truck on every morning and does a pre-trip, Yeah. you know, cause they can't do that without us and we wouldn't be here without them. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's, it takes everybody to make it work. Yeah. So, yeah, but.
2: I can't add too much to that except for everything always works out. It seems like, and, uh, um, even on the toughest weeks, the toughest days, you get through them, things work out. Um, Especially when you add prayer into it, mm-hmm. um, I, I've had to do that a lot before work. Um, this is different. We're growing, and we got a lot going on out there. It's really busy, yeah. uh, which is which is a good thing. Um, but at the same time, it can add some stresses to you if you allow it to. Yeah. So uh, I would have just told myself earlier on to, to put prayer more into it and get more mm-hmm. involved with um, praying about the day, praying for the drivers and. and yeah. Uh I pray for Matt and my teammates, and yeah. uh I think that that plays a big role in it, but I think yeah. if I could look back over the years, I would have uh let some of the stuff go and maybe not take so much work home with me, mm. uh, maybe not work from home. We used to work from home quite a bit mm. back in the days, and uh I don't think we do I don't do that too much now, maybe Matt might, but I don't you know it used to be we'd go home we were on call a lot back uh, in the day, yeah. so we would we would go home and have a, uh, our laptops or our computers on and work from home so mm-hmm. if i could go back in in time i would just say you know just kind of understand that it's going to work out things are going to get better yeah. and uh, it's just for a short time yeah. the stress so
0: yeah yeah well it sounds like you guys have made a lot of people laugh and smile and you guys have gotten to coach people and encourage people and You've shared a lot of knowledge with each other. Um, whether it's hunting, maybe one day you you might hunt, and maybe, I might. I might maybe, maybe one day you might get better at basketball. Maybe
1: I'll use Brian's bike sometime and take it for a little spin. Maybe I'll <laughs> wear a helmet and some. I don't even cards. own a bike. I don't even own a
2: bike now because <laughs> of that. Yeah. I think that's well. Actually,
0: nice. the gift that we're bringing in for you for being on this episode is a bike.
2: Oh great! No, I'll
0: it's, take it. it's not. <laughs> you got a little nervous there. He was like, <laughs> yeah.
1: "I'm gonna have to ride it." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shortly yeah. after I got hurt on the bike, I did ride a tricycle that somebody brought in, so that oh, might be where that's they got that. Yeah. Imagining, yeah, yeah. Kent, Kent saw a picture of me on a tricycle okay. with my cast on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny, like the different stories or questions that people have added versus like their perspective versus your perspective. Like, what was the Michael Jordan year? And why was it a tricycle instead of a bicycle, and was there a camera? I'm pretty sure our stories are always
1: <laughs> the accurate version, aren't they, Brian?
2: I thought we were going to find out today if there was really that camera, a, a video of my accident, but I'm not allowed to say. We're not going to ever find out the truth. No, we won't. We could try. The only thing I could think of is we always had. It's in a sealed file. We always had Christmas dinners at Phil's house back in the day, and if that were true, if that video was out there, it would have been played. Over and over and over again. I would have had to watch that, so that's what makes me think that there is no such thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. And um,
2: we got I, all day. We we don't need to go- wrap this up. I do want to give a shout out to the account manager team. Oh yes, uh, uh, yes. The great the great account manager team that I have. Uh, so
1: yeah.
0: Any shout outs for you, Matt?
1: Uh, just you know all my drivers that um, you know. There's times that I have to be very business-like. You know, there's times that we don't get to joke around because we're in a tight time frame and there's a lot of people that need help. And yeah. I appreciate that they stick with that. And then when we do have time to be a little more lighthearted, yeah. I appreciate that they allow me to joke around with them a little bit and, and get into their lives a little bit. And I let them get into mine a little as well. Yeah. And that's not always something you find with with driver managers and, and drivers across the yeah. country. That's That doesn't happen at most places. Yeah. So I'm glad they allow that latitude. You know. And, and Brent's been pretty gracious to us. He knows that we joke around probably more than most people here. Yeah. But I think it allows a little bit of lightheartedness, and hopefully that does reduce stress a little bit Yeah. and makes it a little more fun for everybody to work in that environment. But we know there's a serious job to do too, but we're going to have fun doing it, right, Brian? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys so much.
2: Thank Absolutely. you. Thanks thank you. for having us. Okay. We'll be here all day. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of NewsBomb Transportation. NewsBomb is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on NewsBomb's award-winning truckload services and top-paying driving careers, go to newsbomb.com or newsbombjobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, TerminalExchange.org.